0: Welcome back once again. Um, glad to have you along. I just wanted to post a real short uh, podcast today. Just I've been wanting to do this for a while, um, probably a couple months, and uh, thought I would just go ahead and take a couple minutes and do it today. I just wanted to put out there um, the request, I guess, or at least openness uh, for, for anyone to contact me with suggestions for topics. Um, There are a few people that I message on Facebook um, and, of course, just talk to that have expressed some questions or, you know, the what do you think about X? Um, And I try to get to some of those things, but I just wanted to make it clear and, and actually just do a real brief podcast just saying that I'm open to the idea of topical suggestions um, questions um, doubts concerns uh, you know any anything that that maybe maybe would be something you would like to hear discussed um, I just want to make myself available I guess to to look into some matters. Um, I try to interweave responses to some things about questions I've been asked in regards to certain topics or thoughts on a doctrine or whatever. Um, But I've not really done anything specific, like received a direct question and then specifically stuck to that question Um, on any podcast episode. Um, You know, people right now have a lot of questions. They have a lot of... uh, a lot of unstable skepticism. I'm not saying that's anything new. I mean, I'm sure that has been a very common thread throughout all of the history of faith. In Jesus Christ being the Messiah, and I'm sure that's just that spans the entire timeline of humanity in regards to their existence and the existence of a one true God and who they are, who God is. You know, these are not new concerns for mankind. They're in, as old as man himself. Um, I find it interesting in the news. Um, right now is um, the author of the "I Kiss Dating Goodbye" book and all those things. I never read those things, and I remember though when it was kind of popular in the church, and you know, all of the um, college-age kids were reading it, and talking about it, and I don't know much about it. I don't have any knowledge to speak about that matter specifically about that really what they were saying outside of just the little bit I do know which is you know abstinence and um, I don't know I can't like I said I can't articulate it because I don't know about it and that's okay but what I find interesting is that now he's making the news because he's left the faith he's left his wife um and I find it interesting as I just think on that reality and I saw um, a friend's post on his Facebook page before I even heard about it. Um I guess he had just seen it in the news, heard it in some way, and he had um, read the books it sounded like and was familiar with this man's teachings and um, this guy that is my friend from years past he. Himself has been on a journey of leaving the faith um, for many years and, um, you know, saw it as very... In my... In my paraphrasing, um, in my view, my assessment of what he's saying, is... It was just guilt and condemnation and rules and superstition. Um... And he was bound. <clears throat> and he, my friend, referenced this author sounding like he was on a similar journey of just finding himself. You know, I mean, <laughs> this self-illumination business is just... It's not alarming, but man, it, it we have to be aware of how that comes to each and every one of us. Um Because if we're not walking as spiritual men, alert to the devices of the enemy and constantly remembering how the fallen kingdom persuaded mankind to fall, we will be victim to that exact same mentality and self-preservation, self-exaltation. Self, self, self. Self-awareness. If we're not careful, that will overtake any one of us. Is the fascination with finding yourself. And as so many people say, especially in our age today, which apparently this, this author, pastor, leader has, quote, discovered is, you know what? I don't need God. I'm better without Him. I don't need Him. I'm free. (laughs) I can be free. I don't have to be told what to do by a higher power. Everything I need is within me. And friends, we have to be careful because We are not immune to that. We are not immune in any way as followers and believers in Christ and and the one true Yahweh God. We're not above that. Now, it may come in different ways or a smaller measure, but it will come to us, the opportunity to be self-sufficient. And I know I talk about that a lot on this podcast. All the time I'm referencing our weakness, our dependence, the need for us to walk in humility, empowered by the Spirit and not by our own self, our own abilities. And that's why I'm always saying that is because I just feel like this self-reliance permeates most every single thing that comes to us and desires to lead us down a path of Self-realization, which is really the, the entire story of the fall of the of all of mankind. Once mankind ate of the forbidden tree, broke the laws and commands of God, became disobedient slaves to their own selves, yes, they became self sufficient. They did become what they wanted to become, but it was not for their good nor for their freedom. They were ignorant and actually did not realize, as I said in the Freedom and Liberty series, they were free before. They were already free. And they believed the lie that God was withholding something good from them and they became self-aware. But the problem with the story as we know it in creation at the beginning of the entire scripture the account <clears throat> excuse me the account of man is we have to be careful to remember that that is when when they became self-sufficient, self-aware, that's when they realized that all of a sudden something new was within them, and it was dark, and it was shameful. They saw themselves. And see, culture today, much of Christian culture, circumstances like this pastor-author leaving the faith, lacks that truth and reality. It lacks that spiritual wisdom to say, Oh yeah, you can be self-aware. You can be self-sufficient. The whole world does that. Be strong. Be the best. Be a winner. Be the wealthiest. Be the smartest. Be the most successful. That's easy. (laughs) But it's not easy for the spiritual man. It shouldn't be easy for the spiritual man. Because it opposes the new nature. It opposes the bloodline of Jesus the Christ who purchased us from our fallen condition and moved us from that which was death, self, self self-sufficiency, and moved us into life that can only be discovered in the abandoning of self. Losing ourself and coming into Jesus Christ, hidden with Jesus in God. The identity exchange, and I'm telling you, I know I sound repetitive because all of these land the same way, the same place, the same delivery, I get it. But what if that's what we have got to learn in this hour? I would say that is what the Spirit is saying in this hour, which is, do not believe the lie that originated thousands of years ago to the lineage of Adam and Eve, our our father, our mother, our natural heritage. The natural fallen lineage of those who believed that they in themselves can be deified, become as God, because God was not sufficient enough. And that's the same story that permeates my friend's life. It permeates this author-pastor. And most, and most everywhere else you look, Is guided by self awareness and exaltation and self sufficiency. And if you say you are dependent upon a higher power, Jesus Christ, the God man, empowered by the Holy Spirit, you're weak. You're deemed weak. It's a crutch. You don't realize all the power that's within you, friend. If you could only tap into your inner power and your inner strength and your your inner abilities, does that not sound familiar to the spiritual man? Is that not eating of the tree? all over again and again and again in our present age? It would seem to me they are absolutely identical. And so here I go again. I wasn't intending to say that, and so I will say this because I don't have time for a full recording today. And so along those lines... We have got to establish a comfortable, safe environment for believers, followers of Jesus, the church, to be able to ask questions and say, you know what, I'm not sure what I believe. I've been a pastor, I've been a leader, I've been an author, I've been a youth pastor... I've been a deacon. I've been a man who hosts a Bible study in his house. But you know what? Deep down inside me, I don't know if I believe. We have got to get to a place where that is acceptable for the body of Christ to discuss these matters. And I would say if that were acceptable and welcomed and handled maturely and rightly men like this guy, like my friend, would not abandon and walk away from the faith. I think it would be proven to be real. I think it would be proven to be genuine through other members that make up the body speaking in in faith and in evidence and experiential realities of I know God. But instead, much of the responses should anyone ever really get to a point of being transparent about their doubts, oh brother, I cannot believe you feel that way. What's wrong with you, friend? I can't believe. You just need to believe. You just need to have More faith. Believe more. Try harder. Just believe. I listened to a message. This guy, Tim Mackey, he does the um, Bible Project stuff, and he also is a pastor, I believe, has a lot of messages online. I just really, really like him right now. He's just, he's incredibly educated, but like delivers it like a normal human being yet very profound. Um, he speaks very casually, almost too much for me, but what he says carries a lot of weight. And he was doing a teaching the other day that I listened to that was quite lengthy, Lengthy talking about faith and how Christianity, we've got to realize that when we read about faith in the Bible, we're not talking about really what faith has become today in what we know Christian faith to be. Today, faith is just told it's blind faith. You don't need to understand it. You don't need to even really believe it. You don't need any evidence. You don't need anything. You just squint your eyes hard enough and say, I believe, I believe, I believe, I believe. And somehow we've taught one another that that is biblical faith. And again, that is that is what has produced the fruit that we see today people who are unstable in all their ways they have no idea what they believe but they have no context to openly talk about their lack of belief and lack of faith and so they just continue in their doubts they continue in their confusion they continue in their questioning but No one around them has any answers. Nobody in their life has anything real and experiential and and evidence of the handiwork of God in their life beyond hyped-up worship gatherings and just doing what we all do. And so they, over time, the doubts heap up so much that they just cave underneath the pressure of it and they walk away. Free. I'm free now. Oh, finally I can just be me. Oh gosh, we have done such a disservice to the kingdom of God on the earth. We, the Christian world, have painted God and His church so poorly, it's no wonder nobody wants to be a part of it. We have to take the blame for that and undo that from now on. But I can't help but wonder if people were okay with receiving someone who had questions and doubts and concerns and were wavering and took them into themselves as one who is submitting to one another in love and humility and dedication to stir up a brother not just correct him and scold him for doubting and questioning. I can't help but wonder if these who leave the faith could be rescued, could be preserved. I can't help but wonder. And I landed there because of the outset of my question, which is, if that is you in any way, Ask me something. Ask me questions. I don't care if you've been a pastor for 40 years and, you know, whatever. Worst case scenario we can come up with that we think excludes someone from openly saying, I don't know what I believe. Oh, friend, may this, may we find and establish a safe place of taking one another in. Walking in demonstrations of faith together, building upon that in one another's life, and saying, I'm not self sufficient, I'm not strong enough, I'm not great enough in myself, I need help. I need you, I need God to show me He's real. And so if you, in any way, are someone who needs that, please contact me on Facebook, an email, on my podcast site. I eagerly anticipate the opportunities to continue and grow in even greater measure to encourage someone from faith to faith to say, I know God. I have questions, I have doubts, I have things I do not yet understand and may not ever, but that does not mean I'm excluded or mean that I have some deep doubt issue and God is just not God in my life because I don't understand everything. Nor am I blindly placing my hope in some superstition that I just hope is right because I'm just trying hard enough that maybe it will become real. So friend, be encouraged today. Reach out to someone and try. Ask questions. And everybody else, if you're stable in your ways, be open for questions. May no question be too much too strong, too alarming so that we can be building up the living stones of the church on the earth today. Amen.